Hello and welcome to Caroline Dunn's Marketing Podcast. My name is Caroline Dunn and I'm here to share with you my experiences and insights into marketing in today's world. Today we are going to talk about product management versus product marketing versus marketing communications, otherwise known as MarCom. Now, in my long history uh, in marketing, I believe I've worked in all of these facets at both large and small companies. Now, there's no hard and fast rule. There's no real wrong or right answer in terms of differentiating between these different roles. And at a smaller company, you're going to wear more hats and you might do more of each one, if not all of them. And in larger companies, you're going to have more people and more resources, and you're going to see a bigger split between these different roles. And sometimes these are interchangeable. And sometimes, you know, depending on your specific company or the industry that you're in, you may use these interchangeably as well. So this isn't, you know, hey, this is the way it is and this is the way it has to be. And there's no other way to talk about product management versus product marketing versus marketing communications. This is just Caroline and her experiences as she's pursued her marketing career in the last 15 to 20 years. Let's get started. Now, I think the biggest difference is between product management and marketing communications. Um, and I say this in terms of, you know, sometimes, you know, when you don't have multiple people to do these functions, you call it product marketing, you kind of just roll it all into one. So that's kind of where I delineate between these different roles. So let's just first talk about product management versus marketing communications. So generally, you'll have these two roles as separate roles in the larger the company that you're working for. And in a lot of companies these days, the product management team isn't part of the marketing team. And they're, they're, they are in charge of their line of business and they're more of a business person versus a marketing person. Now, it wasn't like this when I started uh, about 20 years ago. When I started about 20 years ago, it was all kind of just rolled into uh, one or, you know, we called these people, uh, product management, but really we were marketing people. Uh, so it, the lines have changed a lot in the past few years uh, when, when we're speaking about product management versus marketing communications. But let me just give you one example that I've worked in in my previous role. Um, so I used to work for a publicly traded company and I was the director of product management for my product. And my product was CDN, Content Delivery Network. And it was a highly technical product and we were doing releases all the time. It was a very technical role. I was uh, working with clients and they asked very you know, specific questions about what they could or couldn't do in the product. And the marketing team was a separate division and they would work with me to do ad buys. They would work with me for uh, trade shows. They would work with me to, for PR basically, um, and all the collateral. So essentially my job, my interface with marketing communications was to put together the value prop, value proposition for them, and then have them, you know, work with their agency to create collateral, creatives, media buys, and make sure we're in the right place at the right time with our PR group. As the 
product management director. I, on the other hand, you know, like the other side of my job was to work with development and make sure that we were competitively developing our product, work with the business analysts to write requirements, uh, go through the testing process, making sure that we had good release notes going out, um, working with clients to make sure that they're that we were being very competitive with our product. You know, I did the competitive analysis to break down, okay, here are my top competitors. Here's what their product does that my product doesn't do. And also we, we looked at it from a pricing perspective. I was also in charge of pricing and making sure that one, our product was competitively priced, but two, also profitable for the company as well. Uh, so let me let me give you an example of something I did in my product management role as product director of CDN, Content Delivery Network. I went to the NAB show. Uh, NAB is National Association of Broadcasters, and I worked the booth along with the sales team, along with the marketing team. Everybody was there. We were we bought a booth at the National Association of Broadcasters in Las Vegas. Now. Uh, in terms of setting up the booth and the design of the booth and the collateral in the booth and everything to do with that experience, that was the marketing team. Made sure that we were all dressed appropriately. We had uniform shirts that we had to wear while we were in the booth. They made sure that the booth was set up. They worked with the booth vendor. Uh, They made sure all of our collateral was there. They did all the creative design around our collateral. But then when it came to me and what I did in product management, I was in charge of the demo. You know, we I have to show the product in some form or fashion. I have to demo the product for a prospect that might come into the booth. I'm working my shift in the booth and we have uh, some foot traffic come in and I start talking to them and I say, you know, hey, where are you from? You know, what you're doing, what you're shopping for today, what you're looking for. And I, and they asked me what I did. And I was like, hey, I'm director of uh, the CDN product here. Do you have CDN today? You know, do you, do you use a CDN today? Are you thinking about CDN? And I just started a conversation with them and uh, they already used a CDN. And the first thing they said to me was, uh, we like our CDN vendor. We're not shopping around for a new CDN vendor. We're, we're good. Thank you. And then they and then they backed off for about 30 seconds. And they came back to me and said, well, there is one thing we don't like about our CDN vendor. And that really opened the gate for me. They wanted to have a technical discussion about what their CDN vendor did and what they were looking for and what their pain point was. They were willing to admit to me uh, that their CDN vendor didn't do something that they needed them to do. And uh, through a series of discussions with them, this, you know, this went on, we did finally land them as a customer. They pulled all their CDN business from our competitor and brought it over to us. And as the product director, I had to make a change. I had to work with development to make a change in our system to support a very one specific thing that they needed. Now, in order for me to do that, I had to work the business case. I had to realize, all right, is this customer worth it? What's their growth potential? How much are they going to pay us? Is this profitable? Is this something we can do? And why can we do this, but our competitor can't? And so understanding the technical part was really, really important. Uh, Essentially, this customer, this prospect, wanted to do a lot of simultaneous uploads. Uh, Specifically, they needed to do over 100 simultaneous uploads. And what their 
current vendor was doing before us, they were limiting the number of simultaneous uploads that they could have. Now, our company was in a different position. We had broadband contracts with every single provider in the world. Broadband was our bread and butter. We had broadband figured out. We had an algorithm to route the broadband, route these uploads through every single provider in the fastest way possible. We literally had the biggest network in the world because we were buying from every other network in the world. And so we could do something that our competitor couldn't. And what I realized was that their business was stifled because they were limited in their number of simultaneous uploads. They couldn't just wait and do their uploads, you know, over a week or over, you know, uh, the, the what they were uploading was extremely time sensitive. And in order for them to grow their business, they needed to grow the number of simultaneous uploads. So that really they, they were turning away customers at the point at which I met them because they said, well, these customers have an expectation that their stuff is going to get uploaded in X amount of time. All of our customers do the same thing at the same time and they need all of this bandwidth and it was all on Friday night that was the most hilarious part they wanted to use our network on a Friday night nobody else wanted to use our network on a Friday night it was available that that was the perfect time we weren't doing we we just didn't have that kind of traffic it wasn't causing a problem in our network so uh, we did have a limit on the number of simultaneous uploads but I convinced engineering that we needed to take this customer, we needed to, that we had the bandwidth, that we could support this customer, and it was financially in our best interest in creating more revenue for the company at a very profitable rate for the company to take on this customer. And because I'm the product director, I can make that kind of call. It turned into a huge win-win. As product director, I had P&L, which is profit loss responsibility. The numbers came down to me. I worked the numbers. It was very profitable for our company, and I ended up making a lot of money for the company. And so that's one example of something the product manager can do, make these kind of business calls and make these kind of enhancements or decide, prioritize the enhancements to the product versus the marketing communications folks. And I hope that was a good explanation of the difference between product management, product marketing, and marketing communications. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and please join me next time. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.